to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. My name is Dean, and I am joined by my co-host, Vincent. Hello. Alrighty. <clears throat> we had a, it was a pretty exciting last week, first episode, and we also got to see a pretty cool movie uh, that released. Um, yeah, man. This episode is going to be about the new Batman uh, with Robert Batten-Bat, Robert Pattinson, uh, playing Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Um, before, uh, don't sue me. That's from a, that's from a different podcast. They call them that. Um, <laughs> for quick news, um, an I Am Legend sequel was announced, uh, starring Michael B. Jordan. Uh, I think that's really interesting. Um, anybody who's, uh, watched any of, watched the two endings for I Am Legend, I think there was like a novel for it. Um, it's an interesting thing. It's an older movie. Um, the No Way Home suit got revealed in its entirety, uh, with some concept art. Looks pretty cool. What are your opinions on the No Way Home suit? I'm pretty sure I've asked you this after we watched it. Wait, like, the suit from the end of the movie? Yeah, yeah, the concept art for Wh- that got released. What? Yeah, I'll send, I'll send, I'll, I'll send, it, I'll send it to, uh, your Twitter. Oh my god. After we're done. I, mm. I'm excited to see that. I I really liked how very, the suit looked at the end of the movie. It looked blue. so pretty. <laughs> it was very blue, but it was uh it's it looked it looks like the classic suit that we all sort of grew up with. Um I it looks very similar to uh the Spider-Man the animated series suit and I I love that TV show to death. Yeah. No, it looks really cool. I thought it was interesting when they made a red and black suit because that whole the whole thing about him having a red and black suit like back in like his first issue is the fact that like coloring and the way that like inking worked back in the day that's why the hulk was gray and they made him green mm-hmm. so, yeah i thought that was kind of cool looks really cool i think it's it makes me sad because i feel like we're going to go back to a cgi suit again um because <sighs> the black one was practical even with uh the golden accents from the movie um but this one seems very glossy, a little too glossy for practical effects. What if what if we finally hit the point where in a superhero movie we're gonna like go back to just spandex? Uh, what if there's like nothing mechanical in the suit be, at all? That'd be pretty but... awesome. That's some like <laughs> super sentai power ranger stuff. That'd be cool. Um next thing on the list, um, Disney Plus announced a new subscription option that you can have. It's going to be cheaper than the current one, but it's going to have ads. So just like how Hulu does it. I wonder if there's going to be a skip ad feature. <laughs> skip I wonder ad what the ads are going to be. For four ninety nine. Is it just going to be like? Con- is it just going to be like? Hey, leaf. you could have, you could have this content without the ad if you buy Disney Plus Premium. It's that for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably just gonna. Be, it's literally probably just gonna be like ads for their movies. Probably. You can watch Actually, this movie perfectly fine without our ads. You know, <laughs> if that's gonna be the case, I might like change my Disney Plus subscription every now and again so I can just get a refresher on what's coming out. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I like being, I like going to the movies early specifically because. Usually there's stuff that I don't hear about. Oh, because of the about. trailers? Mm-hmm. I usually don't hear about half this stuff. I wouldn't have known the Uncharted movie is coming out unless somebody online told me, but I saw it in the movie theater. I remember it's the being same thing about for me in like Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, all right. 
I okay. Quick, quick thing. Uh, you know what a D box seat is, right? Uh oh, what the hell is that? Okay, so D box is like uh, well, you know, like forty movies where you like sit in the seat that fucking moves. Oh, never um, mind. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, D yeah, box. Um, at at least at the Cinemark that I go to, I think it might just be a Cinemark thing. Um, they have those kinds of seats it, it's it really is it what feels like you're sitting in a dual sense controller for a ps5 yeah um that's how i saw free guy um <laughs> and like during that whole uh um skydiving segment at the front i was moving along with the dude it was really good uh i do not have really any interest in top gun as a series but i have a feeling that movie in the box is going to be incredible i wish that i hope the new jurassic park movie is oh my D-box. god yes i wish oh i hope god, they release yes. i hope they release the first jurassic world just so we can go into the ball scene just bouncing <sighs> along with them oh man i i want like iron man 3 <laughs> where i can just Sorry, fall into the ocean different like parts of the chair oh my god just fall into the ocean yeah i was gonna say different parts of the chair like vibrate when like a different part of the armor slaps onto the a- his body the ac the ac turns on when he's in the snow <laughs> no. Um uh and the last thing I have for Marvel we're keeping Norse is Norse? Norse? No. News is gonna be pretty short this week. Really didn't have anything too crazy. Um the only thing crazy is what we're gonna be talking about. Uh oh, Finn Wolfhard Finn <laughs> well, Uncharted, <laughs> yes. Um Finn Wolfhard, uh the dude from Stranger Things. Apparently uh was in talks with people at Marvel, so he might be joining the MCU. <gasps> oh my gosh. I think he'd be a pretty cool Harry. The platypus? Harry. Oh, the Harry. Goblin. Oh, Harry. The goblin. <laughs> Harry the platypus. <laughs> um, and the last thing Harry I have platypus. on my list is there were two sequels to the live action Fullmetal Alchemist uh, announced. So, um, if anybody's seen the... Two? Yeah, two sequels. So, I'm guessing they're just going to end off the series with that, because where they left off was kind of, like, odd. Yeah. Um, Interesting. You know, I didn't really mind the live-action Full Metal Alchemist. I thought it looked kind of decent. Neither did I. Like, the CGI was pretty... pretty gross, but, like, costume design, casting, and acting, pretty good. Honestly, I thought Al's suit, despite it, like, being CGI... Oh, Al's suit looked great. looked good. Even in the trailers, when they first did, I was just like, "This is my breaking point," because this guy's on yeah. the screen like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> um, that's all I got. What do you got? Uh, I've only got one thing, and this is important information to uh for people who want to go see the Batman. Um, if you're going to an AMC theater, AMC is uh once again experimenting with ticket pricing. They've done this before in Europe, as well as, I believe, in the past here in the U.S. Um, it The justification for it is, um, for one thing, they've done it before, but also um, at, like, sports venues and concerts, you, play, you pay more of a premium for those, like, special seats that are better than others. Yeah. So you might see seats in your theater closer to the middle being... A couple dollars extra. Oh, that's mean. Those are the best yeah, seats. Yeah, no. But, like, also, just in general, Batman tickets are more expensive than other movie tickets. Um, 
uh, in uh, Long Island. A ticket for an Uncharted is a dollar cheaper than seeing Batman, but in L.A., uh, an adult ticket for Uncharted is $8 cheaper at $17 for Uncharted alone. That's crazy. And then Batman's 25 That's ridiculous. That's honestly ridiculous. That's so much money. That's, that, a, that's a Netflix guess, subscription. That's a lot more movies. Guess is over $4 now, and I had to buy, buy Gallon of Milk, and it was also $4. We cannot be doing this. Movies are a getaway from reality. <laughs> this, this cannot be happening. Also, the way that you said it the first time in Uncharted sounds like a cool drink. Ooh. Can I get one Uncharted, Take please? Uncharted. Yeah. Can you double the shots of my Uncharted? <laughs> um, yeah, that's all we have for news. Um, uh, if anybody listening has anything they want us to talk about, specifically during the news section, uh, put a comment down uh, on the YouTube video or tweet at us. Um, and we'll be sure to add it to our list if we find it at least reliable enough but yeah um we we briefly talk about anime we both love anime just so you guys know it's just you know yeah it's the name of the podcast sort of gives it away yeah uh for the cultured few who have seen the show yeah but mcu movies or uh mcu comic book movies like all that stuff but anyway let's uh talk about this so how did what okay i think we need to get this out of out of the way first out of one out of ten what did how what would you give a rating for the batman 10 instant 10 (laughs) you know i i love this movie i i went to bed after seeing it and like thinking about it for a while i was like ah the movie's the movie was really good it's probably like up there with the dark knight and batman vegans for me and then i woke up the next day i was like no this is the best one so far for me. I love this one. <laughs> I honestly have a very similar hot take. It It's bordering between like a 9 to a 10 for me. Specifically because I don't know if I like... If I like the Riddler... Like if I if I dislike the Riddler like because of his design or I I like it in like this weird grungy way. Where I'm just like, yes, no, this is perfect for like what the Riddler is. Um... Like yeah. it's like I'm just like I hate it, but I like that I hate it because that's that might be the whole point of the character. Dude, so um, they took so much inspiration from the Zodiac for Riddler's design yeah. and like what he did. He, uh, his his like his uh, mask is really similar to and like early uh, sketch of what people thought the Zodiac <coughs> looked like when he went around doing his killings. Oh wow! I didn't even actually, I didn't know that part. Yeah, no, there's like this weird, um, like pillowcase drawing of the zodiac, and it had him have like his mark on like a piece of paper in the center of his like chest. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie. I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll get into it. Spoilers ahead. Um, I just feel like it's easier just to get it out of the way, just so we can bounce around on different things. Um, yeah. The introduction at first it was weird hearing robin Pattinson, robert pattinson's voice like say these certain things i honestly kind of cringed and giggled when he said i haven't slept in i haven't slept uh, in two years i've become a nocturnal creature i was like oh this is kind of cringy but i can honestly see these i can honestly imagine this being in a book like i can imagine reading like 
another year two Batman story and these be dialogue from the comics if yeah. they already aren't like because this sounds very like comic writer ish yeah no it's it's very it, it felt very comic booky and like it was sort of shot in that way too because when like sure it's it's a usual thing for in movies where you cut to like sort of a close-up if someone's talking but for this i i can see like the speech bubbles inside of the boxes and i can sort of see the layout from going from shot to shot as if you were following along in the side of the book itself yeah and i, I feel like i have to uh, just to get out of the way this and the dark knight are two completely different ways to tell batman like the dark oh, knight yeah. and its whole trilogy did have him being a detective but this is a noir this is a noir movie in and out like you don't get like the other feels that the bat like bat certain batman stories give you like the really homey feels like when he's with the rest of the bat family or like the really grungy ones like when it involves the joker or arkham asylum like this feels this is a detective movie through and through and it it highlights that part of batman so well and an early version of bruce that can be justified in everything that he's doing simply because he is he's only done this for two years like he's he's amateur he's an amateur batman yeah so uh which really comes through in like the choreography the choreography for like fight scenes in this movie was great oh my this god this is I, I felt it, some of those this punches. is abusive batman batman is properly scary in this movie he <laughs> yeah that, um, like like i was saying earlier the, in, the first fight where he appears and then just starts beating the crap in the out early of introduction i i felt chills when he was just like they fear me like they look to the they like when he was talking about the bat signal he's like it's not it's not really a warning to me it's a warning to everybody else it's to give them fear like that like people are looking into the dark the dark parts of the alley or like the one guy's looking at the dark part of the bank and like they're all scared because they're oh just like God. batman can be there and they're just like oh, i don't want to deal with that <laughs> yeah. and then it happens on like the guy getting mugged on the train and like just batman pops out it reminds me of the one episode of the batman the animated series where like he's breaking into like i think like falcone's house or someone's house i don't know uh but then a guard that's patrolling the house opens the door and he's just like is anybody there and batman's just standing there staring back at him and then he closes the door and bumps into a different guard and he's just like are you okay he's just like yeah and walks away like <laughs> batman he just has that presence one of my favorite things that um a tiktok that i've watched uh has said about batman is like in his earlier years like people like people really thought batman was like a myth like he didn't he wasn't like this justice league hero out on the spotlight all the time like people would only hear about batman like if you live to survive like your encounter with batman then like you just you it was a horror movie like you were the main character <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it was very, it was very similar to like, uh, Dracula and vampire stories, um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, he, he did so good, and like, I thought like, 
and then like the exchanges between alfred it made me it like touched my heart and like i was like saying it under my breath all the time i was just like he is your father i was like don't don't say he's not your father i okay i understand why um bruce acted the way he did towards alfred um because this is this is the grungier <coughs> bruce um and he he's still like working through his like initial bit of anger this isn't like the sweet uh the sweet bruce that um that we grew up with with um the tim burden yeah as well as uh the christopher nolan um kevin conroy voice yeah (laughs) but it makes me so sad and so upset whenever bruce is mean to alfred (laughs) i'm just like no don't do that to him my my head can't so i I, we never got like a real definite age for bruce in this movie do we um we just know that he's like in his 20s somewhere right yeah i think so they didn't say how long ago it's I don't think they've said how long it has been since uh, the murder happened. Yeah, in which, like, we don't, we we know that his, it wasn't like the classic crime alley thing. Like, his dad was just, like, assassinated. Or his parents yeah. were just killed somehow. Like, hired by somebody, like, one of the Falcone people. Or, yeah. So, we figure out, like, even if they tell us what age he was, like, even if they tell us how many years ago it was, that doesn't help because we don't know how old Bruce was. Because usually Bruce is, like, anywhere from, like, six to nine. Mm-hmm. Like, somewhere in between that, depending on the origin. And then he, like, leaves to travel the world when he's, like, a teenager or something around that time. Which we don't even don't know if know. that's how this Bruce is. I don't yeah, no, I I have a feeling that this Bruce is real, um, like like Falcone said during the movie, the one person, the one uh bigger recluse than me. Uh, I think he's just sort of holed up inside of uh the Lane mansion Manor. for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, being trained by Alfred's still like being trained by like an ex-military, ex-British operative. So I mean, yeah, but it's only gonna get you so far. Um, I've seen I've seen a couple people and heard a couple complaints that um, Batman shouldn't have been uh, been beaten up by that by lowly thugs um, and other stuff. But like he's an amateur still. This is year two. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this bat suit like also went through some trials and tribulations because like it's like it's like how the Iron Man suit was like Tony made modifications eventually like. Bruce always makes changes to his suit to add more padding in or adding in more like contingencies for stuff. Oh man, I I loved it. Uh what? It was it was in the dark it was at the start of the dark night or was it in Batman Begins where uh Bruce said I need to be able to move my head. It can't all just be one headpiece. <laughs> yeah, that's actually something that um I think Christian Christian Bale talked about. Or Christopher Nolan. Yeah. That's literally something he talked about when he was like writing it. He was just like, I want to have more dynamic poses. Um, yeah, man. <coughs> the bat suit design in this movie is so good. Yeah, I was just like, how his ears are so pointy. You could probably poke somebody's eye out if he headbutted them. You know the deal with his uh, bat sigil, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be the gun. Yeah. It's also his only battering, apparently, because 
It's the only one we've ever seen. He, use, he, he uses it once, and then he clips it back into his chest and uses Dude, it again later. It was so cool that that was the battering. Yeah. He needs to make more of those. A few more. Yeah. yeah. Just, about a few. Um, it comes back, though. Uh, not his. He had to go pick it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, Batman... I guess we'll do character by character, just to make it easier, and then talk about certain plot points. I thought mm. I think Bruce, he definitely evolved during the story because I don't. Oh, I think this is the most action he's had besides like hardcore crime fighting, in his two years. I think this movie is supposed to be the apex of his two years, because I think the Riddler, like, had done some things before this, maybe. I know, like, the first murder is supposed to be the first one that tips off the GCPD and everything like that. Or, that is the major death, because it's supposed to be the mayor. Uh, but I I definitely saw... You, you see Bruce's evolution, like, from the beginning. Like, at the end when the one Riddler guy uh, says he is vengeance. Like, Bruce, like, he had, like, a... He had a look back at himself. He was just like, this is what I'm causing. Yeah. I I have a feeling that some other uh villain has popped up because of Batman in this movie because um the Gotham PD as well as um oh uh, as well as Gordon didn't like immediately turn uh completely turn their backs on him as soon as the Riddler started like writing letters addressed to the Batman. Yeah, it didn't seem like Gordon people were trying to give up this random guy. Yeah, Gordon it obviously has like his he... relationship with him. Yeah, which um, not Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> uh, Sergeant Gordon. I'm guessing. I don't know how Sergeant, police ranks. Right. Uh, Commissioner dies, which I'm guessing he just takes up the role. <laughs> Probably. Um. Uh. What else? Bruce. Bruce becoming a beacon of hope at the end, uh, kind of touching. Uh, also, just makes me think about Superman because he's a beacon of hope. Batman's usually just the fearful night creature. Yeah. Uh, whether that's him taking into a different direction or not, uh, it's interesting. It's always interesting, like to like make Batman a more lighthearted character because he's like, if you know like OG like first beginnings of Batman, he really didn't start getting super dark until like. The Dark Knight Returns. Like, that's when, like, comics got gritty. Like, that's when Batman became dark. Um, yeah. But, like, very lighthearted Batman where jo the Joker, like, te the Joker stand he stole ten pies or something like that. If you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, you know what I'm talking about. But, um, I think it'd be cool. It'd be a good way to introduce, like, a Robin. Yeah. He's becoming more, more lighthearted. He, he kept looking at that kid. I was just like, that kid's gonna be the next Robin. We just have to wait for his mom to die so he can swoop in. No, Bruce Wayne's ah, gonna so be you like need a parent now. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna buy your. I'm gonna buy your mom. <laughs> I kept seeing clips uh, on TikTok, and it was just like mo scenes from Gotham where Bruce Wayne's just spending millions of dollars on things. Like he he goes to an art show, spends two billion dollars despite a rich person. He buys a club because they couldn't let him in. Uh, and then he kicks out one of the guys in his friend group because he's being an ass to him. <laughs> what? Um, it sounds like something Tony Stark would do in Iron yeah, Man. No, this young Bruce Wayne is like very, 
assy. Like, he just spends his inheritance on, like, random shit. And then it reminds me of the one, uh, Bruce, I think it was in The Dark Knight, or it might have been Batman Begins, when he buys the hotel that they're eating at. Because, like, the European girls he has with him are, like, skinny dipping in the pool or some shit. And then the guy's just like, you have to leave. And he's just like, I'm buying the hotel. Writes a check right there. But, yeah, um, I I can't think of anything about what else about Bruce uh, at the moment. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, there, there was one thing about Bruce that I didn't quite like in this movie. Um, and I have a feeling that, like, by the end of it and by the next movie, which I hope will happen. Um, God, I hope they do. There's, <laughs> there's so much, there's so much talk about this movie. I know. Um, but I, there, it was a little hard for me to tell uh batman and bruce apart yeah and i feel like that's what they're going for like bat bruce is the mask that he's that he is wearing when he goes out like he i'm guessing he spent his entire like most of the two years in the bat cave out as batman like bruce is the mask batman is his true self right now yeah um which i mean like it, he hasn't like I said before, he's he's young. He hasn't disassociated himself like the two personalities that he's created. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It, you don't really get to see a lot of Bruce Wayne. It's, it's all Batman. Even when he's attending the funeral in person. Um, moving on next, uh, I guess. Uh, let's talk about Alfred. Um, Alfred, uh, the casting choice was amazing. Um, I, I, I never thought I'd see Ulysses Claw ever not want to be so punchable. Um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, casting was great. I loved Alfred in this movie. I, it's not like I don't think all the other Alfreds have been good. It's just, I don't know. He has spunk still. He's kind of yeah. pushing Bruce around. He's just like, come on, you got to do this. He's a pretty young Alfred, too. Uh, but I wasn't opposed to it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of cute how he was like helping him with the ciphers. Like a dad oh helping God. his kid with homework. <laughs> we had a fight, and now I have to do something nice for this kid. Get him to shut I, up. I, I solved the cipher. There you go. It's not like I oh wanted to help you or anything. Baka. <laughs> It did warm my heart a little when he like um, got all like giddy when he saw uh, Bruce putting on his suit to go to the wake. He was just like, here, take, he was just like, do you have your couplings? <laughs> take mine. Yeah, he, Bruce was really mean in this to Alfred until he got exploded. <laughs> oh my gosh, when he gave him the couplings. Yeah, he was, he was like, just like, you're not, you're a, not Wade. a Wade. Why do you have these? And Alfred's just like. Your Your dad gave them to me. Yeah, he's a real he's a real <laughs> asshole in this. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> I like I said, I don't like it when Bruce is mean to Alfred, and he was really mean to Alfred in yeah. this movie, dude. Bruce, Bruce must. Have There's watched... only one time where I could understand him being mad at Alfred. Yeah, Bruce must have watched the Green Lantern film before he uh, because <laughs> man, he was just very mean. angry person. 
Yeah, I was just like, oh man. And then fucking Alfred literally takes a C4 charge for him. Um, oh my god. I guess we should. And talk. then the first thing he does is yell at him. <laughs> just like, was right. Right. you lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll talk. I, I guess we'll go through the beginning. I, I guess talking about characters, like, uh, we could we can do that a little after. Um, since we've already talked about Bruce and thing. So, <clears throat> this movie is. The first, it takes place within the first two years of this version of Batman, played by Robert Pattinson. Um, and they're hot. He's hot on the trace, and the introduction is very... Gr- it's very gritty and gruesome. Like, the first kill within, like, what, the first 15 minutes of the Riddler yeah. killing the mayor? Oh, my gosh. It's so it's so crazy to me that we saw um, the villain murder somebody before we even saw batman or bruce wayne yeah um in which the riddler kills the mayor who is re who was running again for mayor uh against uh a woman uh whose name completely real i believe maybe i completely i i kept reading it as real in the movie and then i heard them say real at the end of it i believe I, I completely forgot about the whole election subplot that was going around. That was like the fourth subplot in. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just something to have the movie going. Um, but he gets murdered. Um, the Riddler leaves behind uh, his body uh, that's duct taped. Um, and uh, what is he? Cut off a finger. And... Uh, he leaves the weapon behind, and he leaves a note addressed to the Batman, written like a five-year-old is writing to Batman like Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then the uh, Batman comes in, GCPD just kind of lets him. Uh, Jim Gordon vouches for him throughout this entire movie. Um, Jim, uh, I like the dynamic between them. I hope that we get this more in other media about like how this version of jim gordon is Mm -hmm. because jim gordon's always just like even after he he knows like bruce's identity as batman he's always vouching for him even when he's gonna die he's he's always gonna be like yeah no i trust you (laughs) it's batman yeah um but um the 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 rest of the movie um consists of batman being like two steps behind the riddler throughout his entire game um we meet up with selena kyle catwoman uh when batman goes to what's the name do you remember the name of the club the iceberg lounge oh the iceberg lounge i was so excited when i heard about it it was it's club 37 or 34 or something like that uh, that's like an inside club right it's Something like that, so 37 below or something. Yeah, yeah, something um, like that. I, don't know. I just thought about rule 34, so. Quick thing about that. Uh, when we um, see uh, Catwoman leaving the Iceberg Lounge, um, and we have this, like, really open shot showing the Iceberg Lounge and some buildings, in the top left corner of the screen, there is a building with its windows on and you could see somebody taking pictures that's oh. the riddler you can oh, see him taking that's... the shots 
That's interesting because he's kind of. It's interesting because he's right there, like he's yeah. No, that's he's where there his plan of operations time. is. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so he really knew where everybody was the entire time. He probably saw Batman going in, or at least <laughs> breaking down the twins in the at the fucking iceberg lounge were hilarious. Was Tweedledee and Tweedledum, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I'm guessing. <laughs> I saw on TikTok well, somebody talking about how they're like ac- actors and Teen Wolf, and I was like, oh gosh. Um, but no, oh, their whole altercation. It's so interesting how <laughs> we see them. Do you interact- know who I am? <laughs> we see them interacting with him three times. They interact yes. with Bruce three times. The first time he goes in, uh, <laughs> what is it? He goes in and then beats one of them up, or like. <laughs> He asked, "Do you know who I am?" Uh, after saying he wants to talk to the and then closes they the, door. the door on his face. Yeah. <laughs> and then he opens then it he up. Then he opens so it back up with his brother. They're like, "Yeah, we know who you are," and they're like, "I'm not gonna let you in." So he starts beating the shit out of them. Yeah, and then the that's sec- what Batman does. And then what is it? The second time he opens <laughs> the door, nobody's there. He walks out, and then Bruce just walks through as Batman. That's right? that's the last time. Uh, he. The second time we see him, it's uh, actually Bruce. he's just sa- he's sad Bruce Wayne yeah. going to talk to Falcone. <laughs> yeah, it's... Did, my par- did my dad actually do this? Yeah, he's like, I-, I need to know. But um, yeah, it's Falcone. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we get to see uh another rising up story. I don't know if you've seen Gotham before, but a big part of Gotham uh was the fact that we saw like the evolution and the like the penguin rising through uh the ladder uh of the criminal underworld which in this movie we see him as like falcone's right hand man you know mm-hmm. uh but in gotham we saw him like started like the literal bottom like he was bussing tables at one of falcone's establishments so oh. it's really interesting uh just i i couldn't i did not recognize uh the actor um Oh, fucking for uh Cobblepot. Uh, his name escapes me. Should be should have been more prepared. Uh, but he looks nothing like he actually does in real life. Um Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell looks they transformed him in the makeup department. Uh he was doing an interview the other day and he literally said the only person that recognized him was the director. Like people were literally talking about him and like some guy walked up to him and then he was just like, "Who are you?" He's just like or he like walked up to somebody and he was just like, "A uh, nice day we're having." And then he was just like, "Yeah." And then the guy walked over to the director and the director was like, no, that's Colin Farrell. And then he's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. He, uh... Interesting, interesting with that. Um, especially since we're supposed to be getting a Penguin TV show. Um, which I feel like will be really fun. I, I hope we see him in a top hat and in a suit. And he, and he has an umbrella that's a machine gun. I hope that's something What you... What did you think of uh, Falcone? We don't we don't really ever see Falcone that much in the comics, do we? Uh Falcone, I mean, we we know who Falcone is. Um I don't know if he's dead currently in the comics, but Falcone's a very important person to the Gotham underground. 
Um, Absolutely. There's like two halves to the Gotham Underground. There's like the mob, and then there's like all the insane people who go to Arkham and that are super villains. Like there's like I... the actual mob, and then there's people that like super villains like either work for the mob or like they don't touch the mob. But, like, they still interact with, like, the Gotham Underground with, like, the supervillains. And, like, the Iceberg Lounge is a great example. Like, it's a place where, like, supervillains and, like, ill-hearted people go all the time. Mm-hmm. I loved whenever Falcone was on screen. John Tuturo is a great actor. Um, really good casting it, it there, too. Felt, it felt like Michael Corleone was on screen uh, from The Godfather. Yeah. Uh, I, I do i do have one slight regret though and it's that i have seen uh the michael bay bat um michael bay transformers movies oh so, so you see I, him as the one I, guy so i see him as simmons <laughs> right oh, and I, <laughs> the first time i saw who was playing him i was like oh no he's directly underneath the enemy scrotum <laughs> so funny Oh, God, whenever I think about transformers i always think left cheek left cheek left cheek left cheek left cheek but yeah, no. I thought f- they did a good job imposing like Falcone's like the power that he has. Like we don't see him that much. We see Cobblepot more than I think we see Falcone. Yeah. Um, which is very mob bossy. I feel like that that leads, especially like when we see him talking to Bruce. We see him, he's like in this really heavily guarded like Playboy penthouse. Uh on the lower floor it weird i think it was like there was still a window so like i don't know if it was like above or below uh the iceberg um but um i think they did a really good job with him uh falcone dies right yeah falcone dies um leaving cobblepot to pick up the remains of everything going on in his area um penguin more like buzzard (laughs) the whole like rat with wings thing just kept like it was it honestly kind of got annoying i was just like can you guys figure out who this was supposed to be rat a lava i was just like is it okay a rat with wings i was just like i was just like i guess it could be a bat and then they're just like a penguin (laughs) i was just like a penguin a flightless bird what What?" and then it's like (laughs) and then the rat with wings could be Falcon. Yeah, Falcon could be a rat with wings. I was like, what the hell is I, this? I, it was so cheesy whenever they solved the riddles. I, I I loved it. It was it was so funny to me. Um they the lie first still. time they Yeah. Oh my god, he lies still. Um I didn't think that was funny at first. And uh Then you think about it. And then well no, then the cop was like What? It's <laughs> like dead body lies still <laughs> and then this lady behind me starts cracking up in the and then like it caused a ripple effect and then the entire theater started <laughs> laughing <laughs> that's great oh my god um, um the thumb drive was the funniest one to me though oh my god when he was, <laughs> thumb drive <laughs> bruce was like i'm looking for a usb <laughs> like okay and then he's just like thumb drive use the thumb <laughs> i was like what the heck the thumb looked like uh, one of those um, fake arms it or legs that so... you could buy at a Halloween. It uh, looks so store. fat. I was like, "Are you yeah. sure that's and the mayor's thumb?" It was. 
it was like kind of green too. Yeah. I I think there was I think there was like duct tape from like what the Riddler made his mask out of around it. Oh um, my gosh! Can we talk? Which about... would probably explain that. Can we talk about? We're we're just gonna go off hinge here. I want to talk about how like about the Riddler. All they had uh-huh. to do was look up who's buying all the fucking duct tape in Gotham, and they probably could have <laughs> found him. This guy, no, it would have been split across all of his followers. This guy duct tape. Uh, then they have all. They have five hundred plus. <laughs> Oh God! I want to talk 500 about that. Five hundred followers, too. only ten show up at the climax. Oh my God! Like this guy bought so much duct tape. How how do you not question <laughs> this guy? Like a person buying duct tape in surplus. <laughs> like, uh, I I have a feeling whoever he bought it from, if it was, uh, if it was in person, then anyone talking to him would just leave him alone like like, he's a very normal looking guy but he's so happy all the time it kind of unnerves me he's the guy the guy's probably like oh he's gonna use that on me if i ask him oh no i love the riddler in this he was very creepy oh the 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 selfie videos and like the hard breathing i i cringed at it i cringed at it but at the same time, I feel like the character was made so well in that image that, like, I can't not like it. Like, they like, did such a good job with making him such a despicable, disgusting, like, incel of a character that, like, it works so well. Yeah, I, I like it when the Riddler's goofy occasionally. But, like, this this kind of Riddler where it's goofy about, like, killing people and dismembering them um is is amazing yeah this one i was talking about this with my friend um because i guess um the post credit scene is supposed to or like the end scene uh with the riddler and arkham is i i think that's supposed to be the joker i think it's already I think been so. confirmed to be the joker um it, it looked like him he had a big nose too um, um so which is being played by Druig in the Eternals. The guy who plays Druig from the Eternals. Oh! Yeah, that that's was his, who it is. That's, that was his secret casting. Like, I'm pretty sure his casting got put over, like, social media and stuff. And, like, nobody knew who he was. So people were just like, he's the Joker. Um, cool. But I was talking about this with my friend. A lot of things, a lot of small things were in this movie. Like... Uh, over one of his things in his apartment, he put Hush, which my friend earlier in the movie was just like, what if this guy's Hush? Because uh, they were talking about uh, Tom, they were talking about uh, the Elliot's dying. Um, for those who don't know, um, Thomas Elliot is the son of the Elliot family who are like really close with the Waynes. And Thomas Elliot oh, um, is a character named Hush, who is one of Bruce's childhood best friends, who kind of is like the... Um, the ultimate opposite to Bruce. Uh, his parents were... Um, Bruce's parents were murdered. Uh, Thomas Elliot murdered his parents. Uh, Bruce gained his fortune... Gained his family's fortune. Thomas Elliot got it taken away from him. And, like... Thomas Elliot, like, created this really... He created this revenge plotline... Um, in an incredible story. Like, trying to break Bruce down... And, like, destroy his life. Because, like, he's... The... Uh, epiphany of what he would want to be um Mm -hmm. (coughs) but uh 
there's a there's a part like where it, it had like hush spray painted over it and i was just like bro if this is i was like if this is thomas elliott as the riddler and eventually will be hush i was like that would be crazy um because those who don't know like hush like modif i think he like modifies people's face like he gets he gives people like surgery to like identify them as like different people in like his schemes and stuff and i think it includes himself um uh that um along with what i was just talking about the joker possibly being in this uh being locked up by gcpd um there's another story in the comic books um a really good story called the war of jokes and riddles which is where the riddler like completely goes like super serious and he declares war on the joker and like the gotham underground splits in half like half of it siding with the riddler and half of it siding with the joker and mm -hmm. it is like an ultimate war that batman has to like maneuver around very detailedly because like who do you help like you have to help the city you know what i mean yeah uh, crazy things happen in that story too which would be a whole movie on its own like a whole side movie uh that would involve batman um but yeah no the riddler <laughs> i left at the live streaming scene or like the video scene he was like oh thanks guys uh, i really had trouble with figuring out explosive triggers uh you guys are really <laughs> awesome thanks for subscribing uh thanks for the twitch prime subs like <laughs> Um, I loved I loved the the questions on the right hand side saying, Oh, I loved your mask, where'd you get it? And then the guy's <laughs> just like they got everything at the army supply store. <laughs> yeah, no. Um when I saw that and like that ending part, I was just like, Oh crap, it's a lot bigger. I was just like, They caught him and there's still twenty minutes left in the movie. What's gonna happen? And then it was just like there's fifty there's like ten I'd say, like, there was more than ten of them, but there were a number of other Riddlers. Like, it was interesting. It kind of reminded me of, like, yeah. the Joker gang uh, from Batman Beyond. Like, the Joker, oh. the Joker, his empathy, or, like, an injustice, like, when people became, like, they sided with the Joker. Like, this supervillain created such positivity in people like they disguise themselves or like motive themselves after them um and will listen to whatever they say um, yeah how did you feel about um how did you feel about uh the whole grimy backstory with uh the waynes oh where he was an orphan uh no, and no. the Ren no, the well, like the whole renewal act, uh, thing in general, and like figuring out that like Thomas was actually using, letting people use it as like an embezzlement thing. Uh, I thought, I thought that that was really well written. I I thought it was a good um a good subplot to it. Um, was he letting them? I thought I thought it, I thought they said in the movie that. Uh, he died and then everyone just started embezzling the money because it wasn't being protected by anyone anymore mm, okay maybe maybe it was that but um it it, it 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 gave a lot more motivation to riddler to have a actual like hatred towards the city 
uh, to be able to do stuff like this. Because uh, usually, from what I've seen um, for Origins for him before, what he's just usually an accountant who's just kind of upset with his job and wants to be like Batman, but but actually, like, kill people. Well, almost kill people. Yeah, it's like something along those lines. He likes to have a game, usually. Yeah, he wants to be the greatest detective. Something like that. My favorite part, um, I think it was during, like, an animated movie or, like, in the comic books. He's just like, you know my identity. And he's just like, yeah, I do. And then he's just like, are you going to hold it over my head? And he's just like, yes, I will. And then he's just like, well, if you tell everybody, then everybody will know the answer to the greatest joke. And then he's just like, huh? And he's just like, he's just like, you won't be the only person to know the answer to the question if you tell everybody my identity. And then he's just like, ah! <laughs> Ah, I can't, ah, he like has an aneurysm. Dude, did you did you think that he figured out that it was um that Bruce was Batman at the end of the movie <coughs> too? Uh, no. I I feel like that would have been such a good thing to do, but they didn't take that route. Um, when he just started saying when he just started saying Bruce, I was like, no way. I was like, this guy. I was like, this guy knows, and he's just like, too bad we didn't get him, right, Batman? And I was just like, oh, never mind. He's not as smart as I thought he was. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't take two and two, especially like in this era, like Bruce Wayne's not leaving the house, and then this guy comes out in the middle of the night beating people up. It wouldn't be too far to like draw the conclusion, but, uh, yeah, no. Um, I thought his freakout was interesting when he was just like, "What do you oh, mean?" Oh, we started having the, the temper tantrum. Yeah. And then he just started singing at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Selena Kyle, what do you think of Catwoman? Great. She did great. Um, I I like that she had. Um, it, it was a more subtle Catwoman kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, when I see Catwoman, it, it's either that it's done like this, where it's super subtle and it's just sort of uh her outfit and weapons are thematically cat like mm-hmm. um or she starts meowing and purring at people <laughs> and i don't i don't i don't like that one <laughs> did you see real. that um at the end like when she was trying to kill falco and that's the outfit she wore like she wore like a holly Be- holly berry-esque catwoman costume like her dress was very like leathery and like Oh, fit very similarly. Yeah, I don't know if I caught that. That's cool. Yeah, I I really don't like it when they meow, man. <laughs> like I I remember the Adam West uh Batman movie where he like <laughs> rescues Catwoman, who I think her like pseudo name was Lady Kitka or yeah. something, and she would just like meow with a Russian accent. <laughs> It was very very off-putting as a kid. Um, Much similar to seeing the shark repellent. (laughs) I mean, that... You never know. He does fight. Someday someday shark repellent will be brought back up. King Shark's gonna come to Gotham one day, and then he's gonna fucking... He's gonna taste his fury. Oh, I never put two and two together that there's actually a villain that shark repellent works really good on. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, King Shark... I'm pretty no. There's there's only one King Shark. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. If fucking Barry ever comes and he's just like, I need your, I need your shark repellent. He's just like, why? It's like King Shark's really, uh, he's really making me mad. <laughs> he's big. He's super big. Nom nom. He keeps trying to eat me. Um. Yeah, no, I thought Selena Kyle was really great. I felt like her attitude. They gave her a little bit more of a, um, an interesting backstory in this one. I've always thought like Catwoman was like bland for the most part, like for her character, and like a lot of media. Because, like, yeah. I feel like they try to put her as, like, the damsel, if not, like, the love interest, like, with zero personality for Bruce. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, also, um, I'm pretty sure everybody would know who Bruce Wayne is uh, if he's just driving around in the same motorcycle he uses as Batman. Just saying. <laughs> is that the same license plate, too? <laughs> Probably. Right. Do you okay? He probably takes the license plate off. He bends uh, it, which begs the question: Do you think that there's a Gotham PD officer that is uh, willing to try to pull Batman over for breaking the law? <laughs> I, I what I like to think is that he takes off the actual license plate and then he just puts a license plate that just has the Bat logo on it. Dude, I, I love that there was at least Batman. one Gotham PD officer that was like, wait, 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 he can't come through here. <laughs> He's just like, like, no. The balls on this man. <laughs> I if Like, sure, here, if you're working in Gotham PD, you probably have heard or maybe seen Batman at that point. Uh, and if you have, you're not going to mess with him. But even if you're not in the know about Batman existing and you see your sergeant walkthrough with a guy dressed like a bat Yo. i'm staying away from him that's are, above my are you pay really grade, gonna my stop this guy like a lot of people think of like batman is just like a lunatic dressed up in a bat costume that beats people up are are you gonna stop him like yeah that's his that's his go-to but are you gonna be the guy to stop him i won't if he's crazy enough to dress up as a bat and beat people up, and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch him. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought it was Pull so over. Funny. Oh, keep going. Yeah, when he socks Jim Gordon in the face, like when they're trying to do the distraction oh thing, and then everybody runs after him. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? Well, everyone's just bumbling around. <laughs> Go get him, go you get him. Put, you could put Benny Hill music over the Gotham PD chase scene and have did. a very different movie. <laughs> and then, like, he's he uses his fucking grappling hook, and then they're all just trying to shoot up. <laughs> it's just shooting him, and he's just going straight up. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. It's so... It's so good. I, uh, for those who don't know, uh, there's... A GCPD show that was announced uh, taking place in the same universe as this. Um, but apparently it got rewritten. Um, I'm seeing a lot of news about this now. Um, it's going to be a GCPD slash Arkham, Arkham Asylum show. So uh, how this works, who knows? But I think having a show about Arkham Asylum is definitely a good way to introduce some of the villains that uh, there could be. Because Batman has a lot of obscure villains. Um, some that I feel like don't deserve their own limelight in movies. Um, others, Firefly. yeah, other or, or like the Ten Eyed Man. You know about him? God, the Ten Eyed Man. Yeah, like different people like them. Man Bat. Man Bat's cool. 
Somebody Man asked, Bat is cool. Somebody... I don't think there will ever be a solo movie where it's Man Bat as the villain, though. No, no, just a solo movie about Man Bat. They need to have their own Morbius movie they never release. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hope the movie comes out, man. I want to see Morbius so bad. Yeah. I, yeah. At this point, I'm kind of, eh. Um, somebody asked, like, what is the Batman movie, or Batman villain that you want to see to the big screen? And this guy was just like, Killer Croc or Clayface. Specifically, Killer Croc being like a serial killer, or like a serial cannibal killer. Like a a cannibalistic serial killer. Because, like, Killer Croc does that. He's just a normal guy with a skin disease. I want Zaz to show up. Zaz would be interesting. Um... I feel like Zaz could fit in well if we do another horror movie kind of um if if this just becomes a trend of Batman movies becoming horror movies, I am all for it. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Um I think Clayface would be cool. Clayface um, would be cool. Yeah, I um... I can't think of Arnold Freeze except being Arnold or Arnold Freeze, Mr. Freeze. Arnold. <laughs> Mr. Freeze is can- canonically uh, just Arnold for me. Uh, oh no! Yeah, it's just him. <laughs> oh no! Get in the fridge. Um. Who else? It's time to chill. Um. Yeah, no, I can't think of other. Batman villains at the moment. Calendar Man. Um, Calendar Man deserves a movie. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they're going to do an Arkham thing. I think a lot of people not in the no-no not in the no-and-no about like Batman lore assume that everybody goes to Arkham Asylum. That's not the whole thing. Like Arkham Asylum is a asylum. Like it's meant for the mentally ill. Um, there's another place in Gotham called Blackgate, and Blackgate is where people like Bane go, like, just regular supervillains. Actual villains. Yeah, like, anybody who isn't, like... It's where Black Mask goes. Yeah, anybody who's, like, part of, like, the mob and, like, isn't criminally insane, that's where they go. The mob. Next movie, we're gonna see Arkham Asylum escapees dealing with the mob. We're gonna see Penguin fighting Black Mask. That's what I want to see from the next movie. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, gang-oriented stuff they could totally do with this. Um, I just feel like there needs to be a distinction that, like, not all the supervillains are going to be in Arkham. Like, Blackgate is on an island. I think it's on... It's not on Riker's Island. Blackgate's on an island in the middle of Gotham Bay, and... And Arkham's on, like, the outskirts of... It's on a hill. Gotham, usually. Yeah. It's, like, on the outskirts of Gotham on a hill, um, and usually what happens is Blackgate, like, since it's in there, like, it's in the center of Gotham, because Gotham Bay is literally, like, in the heart of Gotham. Um, Gotham Bay is what floods out the entirety of Gotham in the movie. Um, but (coughs) usually what happens is, like, whenever Blackgate has, like, a breakout, like, people from Blackgate, like, just go straight back into Gotham because it's literally like a hop, skip, and a jump from like where they are. Um, mm. But Blackgate, um, whenever it gets shut down, then they send everybody to Arkham as a holding facility. And like whenever big riots break out and Batman has to beat people up, 
They usually take all of the other. <laughs> they usually... Pardon my dog. They usually take all of the people in Blackgate and put them in Arkham. That's usually that's what happens in the Arkham games, right? Like uh, Black, that I think that happens once in the Arkham games. Like Blackgate has has an outage, so they have to move people over. Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, that might be it. Um. Um, what else? What else do you have? I can't. I, uh, the but, Batmobile. Can we talk about the Batmobile, please? Oh, <laughs> Batmobile yeah. was so fucking. It's all cool. practical. Did I? It's did all I, practical. Did I tell you that the director said that the fire scene where he like jumps through the fire that was all practical? Like they didn't. That wasn't CG oh at all. He just drove through it's, fire. It's so cool. I. I never really liked the Tumblr. I don't like it when the Batmobile's just a tank. I thought um, it was. Okay. I like it when it's a car. I thought it was cool for the games, but like the games, it was cool. But that's. But also for the games, you you transformed it into the tank. Yeah. It was a car normally. Yeah. I my favorite design has always been like bouncing between the animated series and um, Adam West's. Batman. Yeah, I always thought like a sleek aerodynamic car has always been the best for the yeah. Batmobile. And this one just being a muscle car, I never knew I needed that, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I need. A and the blue that. fire in the engine, mm -hmm. dude, it's just a muscle car that he put a jet engine in. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. I need to go fast. Yeah, that whole driving scene was amazing. Um, I, I, we had gotten that was like, that was probably like nearly an hour in. And, like, then we actually got to see the Batmobile. I was like, I totally forgot this thing was in this movie. I was mm -hmm. so excited. Um, what else? What else? This movie has a lot. Um, it is a very long movie. That's that's one of my big gripes with it. That's three hours. Um, yeah. Uh, albeit, I might have enjoyed it more if I had actually been able to be in... Uh, a more modern um, movie theater seat because um, I mean the modern ones nowadays are the luxury recliners that have like leg rests mm -hmm. um, I went to see this movie in IMAX which is great IMAX is awesome for movies and this was a great movie to see IMAX in um, but it still had the old chairs uh, where I had to share leg room with other people. Gross. Um, there was no leg rest whatsoever. I had very little space for my arms to exist. Um, and sitting in one of those for three hours is rough. Yeah. I... I... I, I felt like at the hour and a half mark, I really did feel like my legs, even like in comfortable seating... Like yeah. it, if it, it felt long, but it definitely, this I feel like I could easily watch this in the comfort of my own home for three hours straight, as long as I had like snacks and stuff. It definitely Absolutely. keeps you intrigued. Um, An another thing, and this is like the only other thing that bugs me about movies getting to be this length. Movies this length, if they have the content, uh, to get you through it, great. Mm -hmm. This movie did. Yeah. Um. I don't want to have to plan out bathroom visits. 
Yeah. We, Inside we of a movie. The fact that, and when I heard, um, when my mother told me about the whole, uh, these five no context spoilers will tell you when it's safe to go to the bathroom in Endgame. When I heard that, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. That's, that's stupid. I don't want to feel rushed to going to see a movie. I've already spent so much money. I don't need. Yeah. To have a crisis. I don't think a Snyder cut needs to happen again. As much as people want other people's philosophies to go through again, I don't think we need six hours of anything anymore. <laughs> I, th- I think the Lord of the Rings was the penultimate. That. Yeah, no. It was. At, that could be a whole other video. That could be a whole other episode of the podcast. Um, Harrison. It was. It was long. Not enough content to justify the length of it. Um, um, yeah, this movie, this movie was great. Uh, that's really all I can say. This movie has so much. It was really cool. Um, r- reportedly, Robert Pattinson was stealing socks on set. Um, it's great that he was having a lot of fun with this. Uh, during an interview, he talked about reading The Court of Owls. Um, a really great series and. Uh, one of the best things to come out of the new 52 with Batman. Um, which, honestly, I, I thought so much was going on in this movie. I was just like, this could be the Court of Owls that they're talking about with the Gotham mm-hmm. Underground. I was like, hush. This I was like, Thomas Elliot could be the Riddler, and then he could be hush later on. I was like, there's so much we could be talking about here. Um, Absolutely. Like, apparently, is Martha Wayne usually in Arkham? Is that, like, the distinction they were trying to make in this movie? Um, I don't... I don't know. I know that it happened every now and again. Um, the first thing that popped in my mind when I heard that um, Martha had like killed somebody or had gone insane, whatever it was, um, was uh, Flashpoint, uh-huh. where she became the Joker um, after the death of her son. Yeah, is she like an Arkham? No, because she's a Kane. Because the he's Cassandra Kane's related to. Bruce on Bruce's mom's side. Yeah, no, because they're talking about, like, stuff with the Arkhams and the Waynes and everything. I was just like, that's interesting. Um, I want to know what dirt Falcone has, or uh, the guy had on Bruce's mom, because that's interesting. Interesting little drama that we get to see. Um, Maybe we'll get to see more of that in the sequel. Uh, the fact that she's a Kane makes me think about Kate Kane, which, of course, uh, Batwoman so mm-hmm. there's so much um anything else you want to talk about um from just like the movie in general you thought interesting and everything um i think we've covered anything that really jumps out at me okay um i guess we'll move on to what do you want from coming from this movie like what do you want like we already had the whole penguin shows announced we have the gotham slash arkham uh gotham gcpd slash arkham show um was announced as well um what do you think uh what do you want out of like side media sequels that type of thing um sequels uh, something out of sequels um I want to see more of Bruce being yeah. Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, I want him to be able to find the separation that can exist between Bruce and Batman. 
Yeah. Um, Robin might be cool. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure how they can introduce a Robin into this gritty of a world and have it look okay. Um, I feel like they could do. Like, they'd have to do like they'd have to do like. They could an do like the Titans, Robin. Oh, they could do like the Titans. Him being like a teenager. Have you seen those costumes for the Titans show? I've not watched it. Okay, like they have like well, of course he has pants and stuff, um, but he's like a teenager. Well, I hope so. Like Jason's, okay. Jason's like a teenager. I'd say Jason's like sixteen or seventeen, um, which I feel it's like they'd have. Jason. Ha- uh, the second one, Dick is Robin, but. Like Jason's picked up from by Bruce when he's like a teenager, like a mid teenager. I feel like it could be like that. I don't oh, think yeah, yeah. I don't think Bruce really has to raise Dick from being eleven years old. I feel like an eleven year old in this dark and gritty series wouldn't make a lot of sense. No. Um. um yeah, I think that more think, gadgets maybe. Uh, another battering. <laughs> Another battering, yeah. Can, can it just be? Can it correlate to the amount of Batman films we get? Yeah. So Batman two, he has two. Batman three, he has three. Yeah. Um. Any side media, he throws half a battering. Yeah. Um. I I kind of want. Um. I guess I'd want like a. I want like the Arkham show to talk about his rogues gallery i feel like that's a perfect opportunity for his rogues gallery to be talked about and introduced um absolutely the bat family's humongous um they can do so much in so little time uh honestly i think it'd be interesting if they brought on the robins like very fast like if next movie we see him with Robin, I think it'd be interesting and also not a surprise. Um, but I feel like there'd be a lot of questions about like where he is and they'd have to do an introduction and stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, um, anything else you can think of? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Um, sorry about that. Um, I, I, mm, this, there's so much potential, um, within this universe. There's so much stuff that they could do, so many things that are possible, and I'm just really happy that this movie turned out good. Um, for something I really wasn't hyped about, I came out of this movie more satisfied than I have a lot of comic book movies in a, in a while. Like, yeah. I honestly felt more satisfied with this movie than a lot of MCU projects within the past couple years. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but if we don't have anything else, um, I think this is where we are going to end it. Do you have anything else uh, before we do the outro? I've got nothing. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening uh, to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends podcast. Uh, I am Dean and i'm benny um check out our socials down below i am at lying underscore mask 
And I am at Vincent Barlow 08. And you can tweet at us at those or at uh, at Domestic BF Pod um, for any questions or comments. Uh, and if you just want to chat. So once again, thank you for listening. See you, beautiful people. <laughs>